shit to talk about <laughs> on the podcast. Um, we have a lot, though. We, we do have, have a lot. lot. Yeah, we actually do yeah. have a lot. Um, believe it or not, you know, we're able to come up with pretty decent ideas every once in a while. Uh, <laughs> so to start off, we'll just go over some news. Um, I don't know if you saw this uh, headline this morning uh, mm-hmm. from ESPN. Todd Gurley to wear number 21 for the Falcons without Deion Sanders' permission. <gasps> <laughs> he said, Deion said, don't wear it, specifically. He wow. said, do not wear it. You know, here's the thing about Dion. He played there for five years, four or five, yeah, four think, years. Yeah, four. I think it was four. I looked it up. Okay. Um, I don't think that's enough to claim that. I mean, he's obviously a, you know, I mean, one of their great players all time in that franchise. Um, fun to watch. Great personality. Um, if you like that, if you like the, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but dude, you didn't play there long no. enough. You're, if your name, I mean, there's a reason his number isn't retired there. Yeah. Like, yeah. he played there for four years, didn't win either of his rings there. So it's like, what? I don't know, man. I mean, get over yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's all-time great, you know, one of, the, one of the best football players of all time, one of the best athletes in general of all time. He only played four years somewhere, though. He, he, isn't, he didn't play anywhere long enough to, to mm-hmm. get that sort of... Um, I don't want to use the word respect because he deserves respect, but he, not that yeah. like notoriety as far as just the team goes. Like as a football player, he's a legend, but I mean, yeah, four years is not enough. And I respect, honestly, I respect Gurley for that move. Um, yeah. that, I mean, it's, you know, I, I think he, uh, he gets it, you know, he's just like, I mean, man, come on. You played there for four years. It's not retired. It's so not your. It's not your number. Has like, no one worn that number in that in no, all that time? No, people have worn it since then too. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, Let's if you look uh, on Football Reference, it shows the uh, the numbers that they've worn and for the teams, you know. And if you click on their jersey, it shows every player that's worn the number for that team. And there's been like seven guys. Oh man, yeah. I, I, why, so why weird. Why does he have an issue now? Did he I, have an issue before? Like, maybe he has an issue with that? Todd Gurley. I I don't know. Maybe. Something something I don't know about. I yeah, mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Is Dion? Does Dion have something against guys that hold out? Like, is he one of the guys that? I don't know. Anyway, whatever, dude. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just dumb. Anyway, uh, Brandon Cooks and a fourth round for the fifty seventh pick. So uh, my thoughts are that's not a terrible trade for the Rams. Uh, they get a fifty seventh pick. You know, they'll easy easily be able to replace Brandon Cooks with a a good wide receiver prospect if they want to with that pick, especially because they are so low on draft capital. And uh, they, they're going to eat $21.8 million on Cooks next year, though. So I don't know. And, I mean, the Texans, wow. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. What are you? What is Brandon Cooks going to, like, really offer to that team? What, is Brandon Cooks going to win them, like, get them to the playoffs or, like, win them more games? He doesn't seem like a, a, a game changer to me. No, he's a not good, at all. He's a good player. He's a, yeah, he's a good, solid player. And also there's got to be a reason he's been traded what four times? Yeah. Three so times? is this is this five, four or five teams in seven years? It'll be this year. I yeah. Mean, you know, there's something to be said about that. I mean, there has to be, right? Yeah, there's like, something going on there where he's not fitting in, or you yeah. Know, there's more because he's played for good teams. You know, a couple. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. like he's played for shitty teams that he's, needed to dump him. He's been a part of some. I mean, he was with like Michael Thomas in in New Orleans. I mean, yeah. that receiver core was nasty. Um, yeah. So the Texans, though, I. Um, what a shit show that yeah i mean <laughs> i mean essentially yeah. what what uh if you just line up the hopkins trade and this trade they pretty much traded brandon cooks for deandre hopkins <laughs> like it, <laughs> wow pretty rough um yeah i mean 
four teams. It's four. I have it actually here. Four teams in seven years. So I mean, there, there's got to be a reason there. And then next year, next year, um, they have no cap room for next year. The Rams do, obviously. Right. And even for 2021, they have, they have 68 percent of their cap already filled, and they have to resign wow. Jalen Ramsey. Wow. So, I mean that probably brings them up to like almost 90% of their oh cap. Gosh, yeah. And and they and it's not even 2020 yet and that's for 2021. I like it Rams keep paying love shitty it. players. Love I love it. it. Keep doing that. 100%. Um XFL suspends operations with no plans to return. Hmm. That's really sad for me. Um not that I really watched a ton of it, but I just think it was really cool to do that and also You've already seen guys like PJ Walker and Jordan Tamu and uh, ooh, a lineman just got signed too. He had a funny name. I don't remember his name, but uh, <laughs> there's already a few guys getting signed from the XFL, so it's just another good opportunity. Um, right. And I mean, yeah, it's just a fun league, you know. The Twitter presence of the XFL was amazing. Okay. Um, they even like tweeted memes when they had to like shut down. Wow. They were tweeting memes about it. Um, which is something that I just have an appreciation for, um, just having a good social media presence. Uh, okay. And then, uh, so what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I didn't really watch it. I watched a few minutes here Mm -hmm. and there just to kind of see what it was about. I I could have seen myself getting not big into it, but a little bit into it. Um, but yeah, so it's a bummer. I hope they find a way to come back. I think more than anything, it would, it's a great way for quarterbacks who got overlooked to, put up some film um yeah. and you know because i think the nfl is more and more going to have a quarterback problem as we as we go go forward so to just have more guys out there getting getting you know kind of post-college reps would it would have been a good thing pj walker was on the colts roster and he got cut and then he won i mean they didn't name an mvp but he definitely yeah, was the mvp yeah. of that league and now he's backing up for Carolina Panthers under uh, behind Teddy Bridgewater. So, right. I mean, yeah, it's just op- more opportunities for guys. Um, you hear about guys like Vinatieri. Uh, he played in football in Europe. He was a kicker yeah. in Europe until he was like, tw- he didn't get to the league until he was like 27. I mean, just insanity. Uh, and, or no, not 27, 25 or something. Right. Um, he didn't get to the league v- until very late though. And, and uh, I mean, they're just, going to be more examples of guys like that if oh, yeah. a league like the XFL is able to keep moving. I, I suspect Vince McMahon um, will probably try to bring it back in a couple of years. I, I hope so. I, I think I think they said no plans to return, probably just to like kind of cover their bases a little. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to have to be on the hook for paying employees, probably. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just kind of sad. But that's why, you know... Talking about other players get getting opportunities that you know might have gotten overlooked. At home, I heard Holmgren tell a story a while back about Kurt Warner. Yeah. You know, the, oh not, yeah. Not our Kurt Warner, not the Seattle one, but the Hall of right. Famer. Yeah. Quarterback and uh, so Holmgren early on had so he had Brett Favre. Um, he had he drafted Mark Brunel, mm-hmm. who went on to you know have a have a solid career for the Jaguars, and he had tight. Oh, I think it was Ty Detmer. Um, it's kind of a you know journeyman, but but a, a good prospect. Not many people can say they had a solid career for the Jaguars. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> that's, that's true, a pretty yeah. solid feat. Yeah, he went to a you know went to a couple of Pro Bowls and things yeah. like that. Put yeah. up some good numbers, but uh, he also one year had a guy named Kurt Warner in camp and cut him. You know, because yeah. he had he had those other guys, and I think there was something where 
something like, oh, he said, have, you know, have this new guy, you know, run shotgun. I, I may be butchering the story, but mm-hmm. have him run this specific drill or specific offense. And Warner said, oh, I'm not quite ready to do that. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, you're getting your shot and you're like, yeah, I'm going to need a few minutes. And um, so Holmgren was like, you know, Bye. he didn't say this, but he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. What the fuck? I, yeah, I got three other guys. Yeah. You're not ready. I'm not ready for you. Get, yeah. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Then he goes and, you know, goes on to go to the of Hall of Fame. But, um, but yeah, but that's a, you know, but, but Warner went and played for a couple of other leagues. I, I think, you know, he may have played in Europe. He played for, um, you know, some of the smaller leagues that they had then. Was he in an arena league guy? Arena league. Yeah, yeah. He played there. Um, so imagine if a guy like that had never gotten another shot to play Seriously. somewhere. So that's what what that was my main reason for liking yeah. the XFL was, you know, I think it would help the NFL, and I think it's just yeah, it's another fun thing to check out. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take your family there for for a reasonable price, and, and oh it's boy, a bummer. I hope they bring it back. Oh boy, how fun does an XFL game sound right now to watch? Anything, uh, uh, yeah, you Anything. know what I mean, like. <laughs> I watch you and your buddies play play up at the elementary school right now. Honestly, and, you know, uh, bring bring a cooler and yeah, yeah let's go. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Yeah, I'll watch anything right now. <laughs> um, Donovan Mitchell saying he has an unsalvageable relationship with Rudy Gobert hmm. after I it, this comes at an interesting time after Gobert was being careless in the locker room when yeah. he had COVID and gave it to Mitchell. Um, I don't. I don't know the specifics of it. It was very, it was a very vague comment, and mm. I, um, I definitely read it out of context. Like I, um, I, I don't know. Uh, but man, I mean, that's that's kind of insane. If if the COVID stuff has to do something with it, I always wonder, like, dude, why do you why do you need to take that public? Yeah, like why you know I was I, I have trouble with guys like that sometimes. Like, if you've got a beef with somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't go out in the parking lot and duke it out because right. you know, social distancing. You can't do that yeah. right now. But yeah. you know what? Um, give it some time. Like, think about it a little bit. Yeah, for sure. But I just Aaron got Aaron your teammate out. Like, can you imagine? You know, and that's the that? thing. I, just, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know if he actually. I uh, the tweet I saw. Man, I really should have put the tweet here. But um. <laughs> It might have been, I think it was like a source thing. Like sources say. Okay. Donovan gotcha. Mitchell says. Okay. Was, okay. So I don't know how public he went because he could have like told, still told like a reporter or something like that, you right, know? Um, right. Yeah. I mean, that that's interesting. You know, the Jazz are one of the, one of the teams in the NBA that looked like they had a really good shot at winning this year. Um, but man, I mean, there are some people. Uh, I think Joe Ingles said he expects the team to be completely fine once everything comes back. But I mean, you kind of gotta say that. I think. Um, yeah, I. I wonder. I mean, I wonder if one of them will get traded. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, moving on, Breeze to NBC over ESPN after his retirement. ESPN missing out on an Al Michaels trade, Peyton Manning, Drew Breeze. Um, uh, was it, there might have been Tony Romo too? They missed out on Tony right. Romo. Hey, we got Booger, baby. Yeah, we got. We don't need anybody else. That's all we need. Um, Man, when are they gonna McAfee for Monday Night Football? Man, McAfee for Monday Night Football. Seriously, he's electric up there. The way he describes it, or the way he kind of thinks about it, is once this generation of execs dies or retires, and then like kind of the newer, you know, guys more his age are uh, moving up the ranks, that they'll have a better understanding of 
internet presence and um, yeah, and that kind of stuff. And also, a lot of the a lot of old people might not be the huge huge fan of McAfee. You know, on the broadcast, I think he caught some heat on the Thursday night football game that he did because he was very energetic, you know, and right. cracking jokes and stuff, which I think my generation loves that. I think I yeah. think there's as you get older, you people want more buttoned up. Uh, I don't know people, you know people that you never with McAfee, you never know what words are gonna fly out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. I don't know if I would love him or not. I, I I need to watch him some more, but he might be a little much for me. I'd like him as a third man in the booth. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anybody, anybody but Booger. Seriously, yeah. I, man, what do you, what do you think is wrong with ESPN? Did like. <sighs> I don't know. I, I I just still I still believe you know Monday Night Football is a is an institution. Yeah. And the very best broad like they they should have the best yeah. broadcasters. Definitely, they, no doubt. You know, but they've done a lot. I mean, really, they've done a lot of weird shit. I you know I think uh, uh, the old Raiders coach and now he's the Raiders Gruden. coach again. Gruden. Yeah. Um. You know I thought Gruden was was good, but other than that, they've done a lot of weird shit over yeah. over the you know quite you know the last 20 years or so i, I haven't know what they're doing i have not experienced a monday night football crew that is like solid like those oh th- those are the monday night boys you yeah, know like yeah i haven't really had it's just been i don't know it's just always been different for me Su- sunday night football has been better than monday night mm-hmm. football in terms of broadcasters Definitely. for for a good 20 years they it's had just a, crazy a team i don't know with theisman uh, back in the day yeah. um Al McGuire, is it Al McGuire? I can't remember the other guy's name, but they were fantastic. They sort of butted heads, and it was really entertaining. And then you know, I, I you know, I know a lot of people hate national broadcasters because you always everybody feels like they're shitting on their team. Yeah. So you know they you know whatever t- game they're doing that week, those are the fans that hate those broadcasters. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like the Sunday night guys are good right now. Um, Al Michaels and uh, Collinsworth. Yeah, a lot of people hate Collinsworth. I I, I think he's really good at it. I like um, him. I like him. Compare again, comparatively speaking, right? Definitely. You know? Definitely. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it'd sure be nice if they could get a good a good team in place. Um, because it's it's you know that's still the deal. It's, Who do they even go after now? I mean, there's nobody left. There's literally left. like there's no one left. Yeah. Man, I, I would have loved to have seen an Al Michaels Peyton Manning booth. I think that could have that would have had yeah. the potential to last for a that, long time. That had a good shot. Um, Peyton apparently Peyton the reason he didn't do it right out of retirement was that he didn't want to have to commentate on Eli. Apparently that was yeah, part I of the reason. That. Um, but how come Eli is not as good as me? I've <laughs> never thrown that fucking pass. <laughs> Eli, do you have any goddamn facial expressions at all? What the hell's going on with you, boy? <laughs> um. Yeah, I I think Peyton would have been would have been great at it. Obviously, uh, I I don't know. It just seems really weird to me that ESPN can't get guys. But uh, yeah, um, and the last little bit of news we have for the day is uh, there will be. I think I think they're actually using Zoom. There will be some sort of Zoom conference like thing uh, for the NFL draft. Um, right. The reason I find that interesting is because there will be. I mean, I think fifty guys ish that are that have are gonna have cameras. I think there's two camera angles, one that shows them like on the couch or whatever, and then they're gonna like walk in front of the other one and talk to Roger Goodell or something. Okay. Um, apparently fans are getting involved too. I don't know exactly how they're gonna do that, but hmm. 
man, there's gonna there's gonna be 50, 50 cameras about. There will be fifty households of people that are not following the social distancing rules, and I yeah. think they're gonna catch a lot yeah. of heat for it. Yeah, I think I think you know obviously it the draft is way less fun to watch without the reactions and that stuff. But for the love of God, I mean, do you really think, you know, like Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons, uh, Burrow, Okuda, all these guys, you think none of them, are, they're just not going to have anyone over? Well, I don't think it's even the player's call. It's their, it's mama, right? Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Their thing. mom is, you know, you have one, one you know, your kid's going to get drafted once in your lifetime. Like, Joe, you want to yeah. celebrate that. And My prediction, like... I'm not saying it's right for them to do it. Let no. Me just make it clear. Yeah. Social distancing. Yeah, stay away from people. But, um, but I understand that that would, you know... That would suck. Joe Burrow is going to catch it. That. I think Joe Burrow, I mean, it doesn't have to be Joe Burrow, anyone. Like, these kids are going to catch a ton of heat. Yeah, they will. And it's going to suck. I, I hope I hope that people don't just shit on the kids for it. Yeah. Um, well, don't shit on their mama either. That's not right. Don't I mean, that's... That. It's, it's a tough <laughs> one because, you know, if I was yeah. getting drafted in the NFL... Like I want my boys over. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, it would be hard. It'd be it'd be so hard. Yeah. So it's tough. I mean, who do you who do you really blame? You know, I mean. Yeah, well, we always find somebody. <laughs> definitely, Twitter um, will find find somebody to blame. Always. Yeah. All right. Um, moving into I guess the meat of the episode, uh, we will today be talking about our worst sports memories. Um. So yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a Seattle sports fan. So. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> there's been a lot of a lot of, a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, I'm kind of you know I don't know if these are exactly in order, but I'm kind of in general going from um, go, working my way b- up to the most painful. Yeah. at the end, but um, but yeah, I think the the one there was one that was you know it didn't kill me, but it, it hurt. For sure, and that was uh, 2003 playoffs. Uh, Green Bay, uh, Seattle at Green Bay. Game goes into OT. Hasselbeck is out there for the toss, uh, wins the toss, and he says like into the microphone, uh, "We, you know, we want we want the ball, and we're gonna score." In fr- in front of the Green Bay fans, and then he immediately goes out and throws a pick six. Nice. Um, now some, there's a lot of theories that, you know, the receiver, I think it was Alex Bannister. First of all, who the, why the fuck is that guy? Why are we going to that guy? Yeah. Come on, Holmgren. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, a lot of people feel like he ran the wrong route, but Um, that's a rumor that none of those guys will confirm. Huh. I would have been like, if I was Hasselbeck, I would have been like, that son of a bitch ran the wrong (laughs) route. Go ask yeah, him. Yeah, because you look like the yeah. biggest ass yeah. of all time for that one. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty rough. I love Hasselbeck, obviously. Yeah, I was I, when he said one. it. I just like hell yeah, let's yeah. we're gonna score, we're gonna win this game. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah, that that watching him run it back. And oh god, you always have those moments where like you're you you're going through the stages of grief in like three seconds. Yeah. Where, you know, you're just horrified and then you're like, somebody's going to tackle him and, you know, we're going to get the ball back, you know, you, and then, yeah, then you're just, mis- you know, then it's kind of acceptance. Like yeah. you're just going through these all in just as he's running down the field and it's just, oh, it's so painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, one of the most instant, I don't know, I don't know about karma, but one of the most instant, oh. like instant regret, you know. Karma was a bitch that day. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, all right, I'll, I'll move on to one of mine. Um, 2016 Mariners A's, game 161. Uh, this was October 1st, 2016. We win. Our playoff hopes remain alive. Um, I was, I believe, home alone because I'm pretty sure I was naked on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, home alone. We were down 7-4 to four in the 4th. And uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, so first of all, run scores, and then someone gets on, or yeah, run scores, and then next at bat, Nelson Cruz hits a two-run homer to tie it in the seventh, and um, if you if you look up the clip, I mean, he gets so hype running around first. It's Oof. like one of my favorite, like, clips. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it's pretty, yeah, pretty awesome, and then we fall, fall down eight to seven next inning, um, and then at... The next half inning, Ben Gamble hits an RBI single with two outs to keep us alive. A score in the top of the 10th uh, on a double. And last at bat, Kyle Seeger with a runner on third and two outs flies out to left. And. Sorry, that was Kyle Seeger's career. And I, what I was just about to say is so his average that year is 278. Mm-hmm. Next year, 249. Next year, 221. Man, what the hell? You know, we, that's a whole different thing. But what what happened to that guy? Like, you know, good good fielder. Um, when he was coming up, it looked like he was gonna. You know, I never thought he was gonna be a big time hitter, but he looked like a guy that was gonna, you know, be two seventy five and twenty five every year. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. Holy cow! Ouch. Yeah. So that one was pretty heartbreaking because that was the closest that I think I had witnessed the Mariners coming to the playoffs. Um, there hasn't been honestly too much heartbreak for me with the Mariners just because they've been ho- mostly hopeless. Yeah, you um, have to have hope to have your. Heart so that's broken. the thing. I mean, going into game, going into game one sixty one, you know, when we still have a chance, and then losing in the tenth inning. I mean, yeah, that was that was really tough. That was the only time that I've really felt heartbreak because of the Mariners personally. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had much heartbreak either because yeah. they suck. So exactly, yeah, that's what we that's what it's we tough. expect. Yeah, it's tough. Got a, you know, we got a couple things of them on here. So, I guess we could just put Mariners in general on this list. Yeah, as yeah, far as every sports, game they've sports, ever played, worst sports memories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'll I'm, I'll group two of these together because I okay. know I have I know I have more than you because I've been alive too long. <laughs> <laughs> um. So a couple of apple cups here. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm sure a Coug fan listening to this would be would wonder why you know why do you have these ranked so low? Mm-hmm. Because they may be very high on their favorite moments right. list, yeah. right? But you know, kind of like you were talking about with the Mariners, like there's so many things that go into heartbreak. Yeah, in the, in, what were your expectations? Mm-hmm. What you know. How you know how far of a fall was it? Yeah. How devastating was that? Who's moment? it against? What everything. what were the implications of winning or losing yep. that game? So, um, so the first one, I, so the first Apple Cup I have mentioned, and there's a bunch of them, but the two that I picked out, so the 2008 Apple Cup, um, you know, it sucked. And that was, by the way, the the worst the worst damn matchup ever. 2008, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, that was one of the first Apple Cups I remember. Yeah, okay. Sadly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so you were you were eight years old. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the Cougs had won one game early in the season against, it might have been a, um, a non, 
uh, BCS level mm-hmm. team. I can't remember. It yeah. might have been like a Portland State or somebody. Like, I can't remember. Yeah. But um, Huskies were, were 0 and 10 at the time, I believe. Um, so just a horrible matchup. Mm-hmm. I was so uh, checked out. So, you know, we. The Huskies had fired Willingham, but for, the worst move ever. You fire a guy and and you say, why don't you stay for the next five weeks? And mm-hmm. you don't do that. You no. fire a guy, he, 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 you know. Get him out. You, you turn off the card key and, yep. you know, you got a half an hour to pack your shit up. Yep. And that's it. You don't you don't keep him on, <laughs> you know. Um, so they, the team was checked out. I was pretty checked out. I mean, once, once you're out of bowl contention, I kind of, it's not that I don't care. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at how can we be good for next year, Yeah. but oh, and 12. Yeah. Horrible, awful, but it doesn't like to me, like two and 10, oh, and 12, like whatever. I, yeah. You're just a shitty football team. Yeah. Either way. If you're not making a bowl game, that year is rendered useless essentially right i still care about the games i'm watching but. sure sure yeah so i did care and i watched it and i and it was an awful football game it went into overtime and i don't even remember how what happened i know that the Cougs kicked a field goal i can't mm-hmm. remember much about the game because i didn't really care but yeah it sucked and then you knew and then the weird part about that season was the huskies had to play cal like i think it was two weeks after that yeah i yeah. don't remember why it got wait was this look it's a it's a that's a Oh, Isn't there it, it is. That's the calendar. Yeah. So I, I have a I, a week I later, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I have that even on my wall. I basically it's Husky football 2009. It's their schedule. Also, oh, it's 2009. My bad. Not yeah. 2008. This um, was the right year, right? No, that's Sark's first year. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's never mind. Okay. Cut that. That's Sark's first year. So they went five and seven yeah. that year. We're yeah. pointing at something you can't see. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. It's a it's so a poster. It was 2008. That was yeah. Sark's first year. Yeah. So this was Willingham's last year. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, just a, a you know a horrible season, um, just a, you know bad all the way. That just made it worse. Yep. You know the Cougs were two and uh, whatever, two and nine, two and ten, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you can have that one. You can have that one. <laughs> Schultz and whoever else might be watching this, uh, you can have that one. But yeah, it sucked. But it, it you know the whole season sucked. So yeah. it just doesn't hurt as much as it might have. And then the other Apple Cup was the 1992 Apple Cup um, in, in Pullman, and I was at that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I won't go into it too deep, um, but, you know, here's the thing about that game. So it was horrible. I was there. It was fucking cold and miserable. This I didn't the, wear enough clothes. Yeah, this is the snowball. Yeah, the snowball, yeah. Yes. Um, I didn't wear enough shit. <laughs> but the, the Huskies had already lost a couple of weeks earlier, Um so that game, and Cougars kicked their ass, just kicked kick the Huskies' ass. So it, mm-hmm. it sucked. I was there. I sat through the whole thing, cold, miserable. Um, but here's the thing about that game and why it's not, you know, number one. I mean, some might think it would be number one. And yeah. freezing my ass off, maybe it should have been. But um, it didn't, the outcome didn't mean anything to the Huskies right. really other than pride, which, you know, it's important, you know, yeah. obviously with the Apple Cup, but yeah. the the Huskies had clinched the, the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. They were out of, uh, you know, national championship consideration because of their earlier loss. Mm-hmm. And so they were pretty checked out, I think. Um, so, yeah, it sucked. It was miserable, but, um, but you know, it ultimately didn't mean a whole it's lot weird. to that season yeah it's weird because um wait actually 
before I say anything, well, were you in the band at that yeah, time? Yeah, I was in the marching band that Yeah, day. by the way, for yeah. those who didn't know, Husky marching band member right here. Um, but yeah, yeah, back when I used to lace them up and put the helmet on, <laughs> took the field, ran through the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Um, tassel, yeah. Tassel flying in the air. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it probably sucked ass trying to play trumpet, huh? Yeah, my face was so cold I couldn't play, like, any high notes. And... Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it, it was not fun. And I was in my uniform, but I didn't... And I thought, well, we're going to do, you know, we're going to do a pregame and a half game, halftime show. Mm-hmm. Like, that'll get my blood pumping and warm me up. But yeah. we didn't do that because there was too much snow oh, on the wow. field. And they wouldn't, they, they wouldn't let us because of the, they wanted to, you know, take care of it for the players. Right, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I froze my ass off. Yeah, it sucked. It was a shitty day. Yeah, I imagine um all right uh my next one also from 2016 this will be the 2016 uw versus usc mm. game uh this was very sad we stayed up we woke up very very early for college game day yeah um and i fully expected to win that game for some reason i don't know why uh i just fully expected to win that game i was very yeah. confident um Really, the only thing to come out of that game was John Ross shaking the shit out of Dory Jackson for that touchdown. Right. The only touchdown of the game, by the way, was John Ross had to break someone's ankles one-on-one and was wide the fuck open. That's the only touchdown we scored that game. Um, I mean, yeah, it was just, I think we lost, what, 20, it was 29 to 13 or something. Just an ugly game. Wasn't very fun to watch the entire time. Um, they did wear, wear those sweet military appreciation uniforms. Oh, that's the, right. The black yeah. ones, which, uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of have a, yeah, I mean, for you, not good. But they, they do kind of have a sour taste in my mouth because of that game, honestly. Yeah. That was the first time they wore those. Uh, not the black jerseys, but the, the military appreciation ones specifically. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about that one. It was just a shitty game. <laughs> like, it was just bad. It was, you know, USC was down, but, but they had just put, um, who's the quarterback? Darnold. Darnold. They just put Darnold in mm-hmm. fairly, you know, recently. Yeah. And he completely turned turned their season around. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, I forgot about that actually. Yeah. That... So we felt confident because they'd struggled. Then mm-hmm. oh, they got a new quarterback. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that was tough because, you know, we were, um, right up there in the number rankings, four. number four, yeah. and looked like looked like okay, here we go, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, they got they did end up getting into the playoff yeah yeah but uh but at the moment at that moment you're like wow we're done we're out yep it was uh it was very heartbreaking because for me don't worry about it for me uh this was the first time that the huskies had a shot to do something really big in my lifetime yeah um this was i mean they had you know we were excited for Alamo Bowls. Any both. Yeah. So this was this <laughs> yeah. was the first time that I was like, wow, they're really doing something big. Uh and that was yeah, I was pretty heartbroken after that one. Um yeah. That's that's pretty much all I got for yeah. that one. And then I won't go too deep in into this one because I addressed it before. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, my first my first sports disappointment when I was a little kid in West Virginia watching the Cowboys lose yeah. to the Steelers. Um so the seven yeah, Super Bowl was in 1979, mm-hmm. and Jackie Smith dropping the pass and yeah. all that. Um, so that was my first first really bad sports moment that I remember. Yeah, um, and then I I'll briefly touch on this one too because we talked about it. Uh, the Tucker game uh, where yeah. I found out that my dog was gonna die and we got smacked. I actually have the 
this time I actually have the uh, like box score from it up, so we can be a little bit more accurate. <laughs> uh, we said I think we said we were down to like twenty two nothing. I don't when know we came where in. I got those numbers from. I, yeah, I probably, so, it was probably another game. I think I Swiss cheesed it all together. Yeah, I think when we walked in, it was twenty one to seven. And the interesting thing about that game was if you just look at the box score and like we we were not down more than fourteen until the third quarter, but. When you look at the stats, I mean, that's where it really gets insane. Um, Taylor Martinez was Taylor the name Martinez. of the old chap gotcha. that we were trying to figure out last time. Uh, he, <laughs> he, so he, he only passed 7 for 11 for 150 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's not that great, yeah. you know? Didn't need the, to. The problem was <laughs> he ran for 19 carries, 137 yards, and three touchdowns, including an 80-yard touchdown. They also had Roy Helu Jr., NFL running back, obviously. 10 carries, 110, two touchdowns. Rex Burkhead, also NFL guy. 13 carries, 104, and a touchdown. Oh, and also Helu had a 65-yarder, and Burkhead had a 24-yard touchdown. Um, my God. I mean, <laughs> 383 yards rushing on 54 carries, six touchdowns. I, I, mean, remember, I remember watching that and just, first of all, it felt like they could just run the ball for eight yards every time. Well, yeah. they averaged, yeah, I mean, they averaged seven yards a carry, so they then, literally did. <laughs> so they could bowl, bowl us over, yep. and then um, and then Martinez just, I, if I remember. I, he was faster than everyone on the field, He just I ran swear. right around, so yeah. we, 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 were, we couldn't be physical, but we didn't have the speed yeah. either. Yeah, it was those, bad. Yeah, it was rough. That was and rough. Another, another rough part about that game that I think probably clouded um, I guess made it even worse for me was Jake Locker had a terrible day too. Yeah. He went uh four for twenty, seventy one yards, three point six yards per attempt, <laughs> uh one touchdown and two picks. Um he did I mean eleven carries for fifty nine yards and a touchdown, but yeah, I mean that's just you know, that's kinda normal. That had to be probably his worst game or one of them. And I mean, yeah. man, Chris Polk, seventeen carries for fifty five yards. He did have a touchdown, but seventeen for fifty five isn't great. And yeah. I mean, yeah, we just got shit on yeah. it was rough yeah very rough jermaine curse only had two catches that game i mean yeah <sighs> terrible yeah it's, it's hard to make your dog dying like worse but yeah the huskies did how it do you make day. that day worse <laughs> honestly yeah uh, they yeah. this was one of those games where even though i mean by the end of it we lost 56 to 21 so by the end of it it was a blowout right for the most part of the game we're only down two scores but it um, I mean, like it felt there. so yeah. much worse. I mean, just by the way we described it last time, you could tell it felt like it was worse to us. Um, I'm glad I was able to track this down. Uh, and yeah, at that time we moved to one and two. Nebraska was ranked eighth at the time. I didn't even know that. Um, I yeah. knew they were up there, but yeah. I think I think that was actually something that you might have told me was like, by the way, you were like, you're like Nebraska's really good. Like we're not gonna win. I'm pretty sure you said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you said that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, nah, it'll cheer me up either way. Nope. <laughs> Made no. it worse. Made it way worse. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I've got a couple that I'll group together here again. So a couple of uh, sweet sixteens um, by the Huskies. Uh, so and these are. <sighs> painful for kind of different reasons even though the opponent was the same and mm-hmm. it was the same spot in the tournament yeah. but they were just kind of the way the way the games went was very different so in 1998 um when bob bender was the coach um and they we had a big big guy named todd mccullough mm-hmm. and we had slick watts son playing guard um and i i, I want to say that they were down almost the entire game 
and they came and they tied it up with with I think 30 seconds or thereabouts left. Oh wow. Um so you know, I, I didn't feel so much like they were going to win until the end. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. We're, we got we got momentum. You know, here yeah. we go. And then, um, um, so they they put up a shot at misses. And, you mm-hmm. know, you know that moment where the other team misses a shot and you're like, yes. And then they got the rebound. Shit. Mm-hmm. They, they put it up again. It misses. Yes. <laughs> and then a guy tips it. Shit. No, it missed again. And then where does it go? To the, it comes back a little shy of the free throw line, I think. Where does the fucking ball bounce? It to their best player. Yep. Rip Hamilton. Yep. And he falls on his Rip. ass and put, floats one up there, and it goes in as the buzzer sounded. And I, it was just that moment of yes, no, yes. I mean, it just yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I uh, how much your heart can go back and forth in five I think seconds. We were. Were we on our way home from school? I, I think we saw it on the TV. It was on ESPN. Oh, they were yeah. playing. They were playing like March Madness. Um, That's right. They're playing like March Madness clips, and that was on there. And you were like, "You need to watch this." <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I had not even. I, for some reason, I didn't even. I, I definitely had to have seen that clip at some point, but I didn't remember it at all. Yeah. And like, I had that emotion like while watching it and i was like holy shit i can't even imagine what you're feeling actually while it was happening at the time and you don't know the outcome um yeah i mean that that was rough and then the other the other sweet 16 was uh 2005 06 season um you know we're up five with 35 seconds left which you know not insurmountable but you're feeling good you're feeling good um and so this Rashad Anderson hits a hits a fairly long three. Um, so I'll just I'll just kind of go over the sequence here because it's kind of interesting. So uh, Anderson hits a three. Detman gets fouled, hits both free throws. Now we're up four with twenty one seconds, still feeling pretty good. And then Mike Jensen, Mike Jensen, Mike Jensen. <laughs> I hope you don't watch this podcast, but oh my god, the. One of the worst plays I've ever seen. He, you know, fouls a guy under the basket. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna foul a guy, he better feel it, and he better, he better hit the ground. That like, ball better not go in. Period. That ball cannot go in. Uh-uh. No. Especially in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna hit the guy, hit the guy. Um, Get a so, flagrant. Actually, no, that would. You can't. Yeah, I can't do that. But there are ways <laughs> to rake across on. Like there are yeah. ways to do it. Yeah, like, dude was six seven. We're not talking about. A little guard, you know, yeah, caught it just in wasn't strong enough. We're talking about a big dude, yeah. Like, there's no excuse for yeah. this, Mike Jensen, you fucker. <laughs> um, sorry, was that out loud? Um, so he fouls the guy. The guy makes the free throw. Um, so uh, then Roy hits a couple. He hits two free throws um, with seven point nine seconds left. So we're feeling we're feeling pretty good again. Um, we're up by three now. But so this Anderson cat. He he hits a Steph Curry like three. Right. Appleby played pretty good defense on him. Appleby not a great defender, but he was in in the guy's grill, yeah. forced him to fade away. Appleby had his arm up. Mm-hmm. The guy elevates, shoots it over him, and it goes in. Um, and uh, crazy. And this guy never, this cat never played in in the NBA. Yeah. I don't believe he played overseas and stuff, but he never he wasn't drafted. Mm-hmm. And then. So then we get the we got another shot though we get the ball back and Appleby who you know can we talked about this before but the dude could hit from anywhere in the gym he gets an, a wide open look 
it is probably five feet behind the line, but he did that routinely. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of where he shot from most of the time, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and he misses it. Um, so then, but that, you know, puts it into overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a bad turnover. And yeah, it was just, just to go from that up, up by five, you know, you know, at around 30 seconds to yeah. just watching it completely fall apart. And the way it did it with, you had so many chances yeah. with, with Jensen Fowl and Appleby getting a wide open look. And yeah. um, the crazy thing is they hit their free throws too. Like usually these things happen when you miss your free throws. They made mm-hmm. four free throws in, in, you know, 21 seconds and yeah. they still couldn't close the goddamn door. So that was rough. And it was UConn again, you know, Husky, Husky on Husky crime. Yeah. Yeah. So that was rough. Um, Man, I mean, all right, I'll go to my next one. I only I only got two left, by the way. Um, how many How many do you got left? I got a lot. Okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's fine. Yeah, I just honestly, a lot of it for me is because you know the Seahawks have either been good or kind of hopeless my whole yeah, life. So yeah. like, uh, you know, obviously there's some heartbreak with the Seahawks. Sure, yeah, there's some heartbreak with them, but. Um, I was yeah, too young to really remember the Sonics a ton, and they were just ass when I was yeah. alive. Um, the Mariners, like we discussed, just bad. Uh, so yeah, I haven't experienced a ton, but one of them. Wow, twenty sixteen was a shitty year. Um, <laughs> uh, game against Alabama, UW. Right. Uh, the reason this wouldn't normally on normally be on the list because I think the spread was like ten points or something. Yeah, ridiculous. I don't think we expected. I did to not win. expect to win. Um, kind of just happy to be there. I was yeah exactly. I was very happy to be there. I was hopeful definitely. Um, yeah, especially yeah. you know you drive down and score right on the first possession, yeah. easy too. It was clean, and at you know I think uh, it was me, you, and Geesh, right? It wasn't uh, oh, your yeah, friend yeah. Geesh here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were all in the living room and. I, I think the reaction was like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, whoa, like, whoa. We're, whoa. In, we're we just scored on the Alabama defense. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean, I guess at that time you could say we were gaining this false hope. Um right. which, you know, hope is what leads to heartbreak. So uh we expected to lose, gain this hope, and then Browning throws a pick six to end the half. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that was devastating. Yeah. Um and then we didn't do jack shit for the rest of the game. So yeah. ended up losing, what, 27-13 or something. Uh, I, don't, I don't fucking care. I don't remember. Uh, we lost by a couple possessions. It it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. I mean, it was nice, though, because no one, like, no one could really, I guess, talk shit about that because it was like we made it to the playoffs and we were playing Alabama. Yeah. So I was still very proud um and ultimately it was a good experience being in the playoffs yes it was but at the same time maybe it would have been nicer just to win the rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it was it was tough and it was you know it was it was so i just remember how remember how excited how excited we were when when they announced the playoff I, yeah we like we were that was like the most nervous i've been yeah about anything in sports even at like live games like right i was 
man, we just, we jumped up and screamed and hugged each other. Like, that was insane. We were so happy. So, I guess yeah. I wouldn't trade that for a Rose Bowl win, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. It's honestly. hard. It's hard to say. It's tough yeah. to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead, though. Okay. So, this one is one, you know, gosh, maybe a lot, even a lot of Husky fans wouldn't, wouldn't um, remember this that well, but. So Huskies won the national championship in, in 1991. Mm-hmm. The year before, what a lot of people may not remember is they were they had so they lost early in the season to Colorado, 20 to 14, I think it was at mm-hmm. Colorado. They had chances to to put it in the end zone at the end of the game, couldn't get it done. Colorado eventually went on to win the championship that year. So that's a pretty quality loss yeah you know you lose you know close game on the road to the eventual national champion definitely um so they recovered from that loss and they got all the way up to number two mm-hmm. colorado had lost one and tied one colorado that's the famous i the fifth down play where they were given an extra i was down. gonna ask that yeah man by the way yeah. i think it's, it's missouri i, I think, think it was. yeah i think it was missouri it's i think it's very little known that a heart attack was the reason for that that, that's right the, the yeah. down marker guy had a heart attack so right. like people people actually like came after him because they thought yeah. he like cheated for them oh my gosh dude had a fucking heart attack uh, yeah. so i mean by the way so yeah just keep that in mind uh yeah. when, when talking about that it, it's a very i feel like it's a misunderstood event um in in football history it was yeah it was, it was yeah. a health issue I, it's still inexcusable i mean what the hell are you doing someone's got to someone so, pick it someone up. on the field i mean the Honestly, I blame the refs more than anyone. Yeah. Um, the refs should know what's going on. Uh, the defense, the guy, why didn't the coach or the other team say right. anything? Anyway, yeah. sorry, keep going. Yeah, crazy. And it's one of the crazier plays in college football history. Definitely. So, um, so sorry, Canfields, but your title is tainted. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding, John. Just kidding. We don't. We can't fight anyway. Social distancing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But okay, so the Huskies they work their way all all the way back up to number two, um, and then they have this home game versus UCLA. UCLA was a good football team, mm-hmm. but they weren't you know they weren't a, a contender, um, and they 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 pissed that game away. I think they were maybe you know maybe looking ahead, um, yeah, and they lost that game. And I think what made it hurt even more was the next week number one Notre Dame loses. So you're sitting there going, Jesus Christ! You know, we yeah. would have been, we could have been number one right now. Yep. Um, had the Huskies won that game, so that that was painful at the moment, and got more painful as the season played out. Um, so it was a great season. Yeah. I mean, they got to the Rose Bowl, uh-huh. and it set them up to win it next year. But man, can you imagine? You know, winning two titles in a row. Yeah, how awesome seriously. that, that would have been. Um, was the East Coast bias a big thing then? <sighs> oh boy, that's a whole nother show, probably, but. Um, you know, it, the East coast bias, there's just more, there are more voters th- yeah, there yeah, and they see those games more. No one's, no one's staying up till 10 o'clock to watch a, right. like a middling and, Pac-12 you know, team. Back then it probably honestly wasn't, well, in some ways it was better. In some ways it was worse. The games were earlier. There yeah. There were 730 games. Right. Yeah. So they could actually watch the games. However, not all the games were on TV mm. and you couldn't watch you didn't see as many replays. You couldn't go yeah. on Twitter and see what happened. Um, you had to, you know, hope you know, maybe you had ESPN and you might you might catch a couple of highlights. But but yeah, it, it could have been an issue. But they were, you know, Huskies were ranked. Fairly. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. I mean, it seemed like they had no problem putting like Colorado and UW way up there. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, 
people put so much weight into the conferences and that kind of stuff. Um, Some which, of it, there was a lot of carnage, you know, uh, that season. Yeah. You know, I mean, Colorado wins the title with uh, with with a loss and a tie. Oh wow, know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. So that's why they weren't ranked number one or two at okay, that time. Yeah. yeah. But then you know Notre Dame and Washington both lose, so Colorado you know, slides up in their bowl game and. Yeah. I think they tied for the title with Georgia Tech, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Man, all I know, like, the the East Coast bias would be so much less of a conversation if it was an 18 playoff. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. then, then the voters would be the voters would be so much more likely to throw a team in there that they might not know as much about yep. with an 18. Um, and they're like, and also, in their mind, it's like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. I don't know. Uh, there was a year that, uh, I think USC was really close and they didn't make it. Uh, all right, USC, go ahead, be the eighth seed. Uh, go ahead and play, you know, yeah. LSU this year with Joe. You know, like you end a lot of debates if yeah, you do that for exactly, sure. Exactly. There's a little debate about who's eight and who's nine. And there's so it, it gives it gives you seated? every single year it gives you a better a better idea of what the top of the conference is what they look like against each other, yeah. how they play out, like what the best conference really is. I mean, right. um, obviously, you know, the best conference isn't determined just by the best teams, it's determined by every team. But at the very least, you'll be able to to determine, you know, who, you know, whether the Pac-12 is really up to the SEC standard or whatever bullshit they say. Um, it, it, that's a way to determine it is include more teams. Uh, I digress though. I, that's something I could rant <laughs> about. I could rant about that for hours. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to, do you want to hit another one? Cause I only yeah. got one left. Yeah. I'll hit it. So you have one more. I got one left. So yeah, we'll say, save that. I'll maybe I'll rattle off a couple. Of yeah, here. go for it. Um, okay. So the next one and this one, I don't know. It was hard to pick just a moment. And by the way, when I when I put together my list, there there are some horrible sports moments, but I kind of saved it for games on the field. Mm-hmm. So, Clay Bennett buying the Sonics, um, I you know one of the worst sports because I knew they were gone. Yeah. Um, you know Howard Schultz selling the team, I guess even more than Clay Bennett, Bennett yeah. buying. I blame Schultz. You can't. More than yeah, anyone. Clay Bennett just bought the shit. You can't. Yeah, I would have. Hell, I would have done it. If you, if I'd I had do the right money, now. yeah. If I had the money, I'd be, yeah, I'd be making offers. <laughs> I'd do it right now. I'd go uh-huh. to Milwaukee and yeah. give them give them some stacks and and rip them out. I don't care. Like, I, <laughs> no, I would feel bad. Yeah. I would feel bad, but but I don't I don't blame Clay Bennett. Yeah. Other than he was pretending. Yeah, like he, he was deceptive. He was a little deceptive about that. But, but he was playing. He was playing the the game. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, and then Griffey being traded. You know that was. Mm-hmm. A, a horrible, horrible uh, moment. What did they get in return for that? I don't even know. They got Mike Cameron, who was a really good he's player. Good. Yeah, he's good. Um, and I think they got a pitcher. Was it Brett Tomko? He was a solid, just a solid, you know, kind of. So not worth the, it. Back of the oh well, no, <laughs> back of the rotation. Why? Guy. Why did that even happen? Griffey. This is one of these things that we all are uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. But Griffey. Griffey demanded to be traded. Um, he had a golfer buddy. I think it was Payne Stewart was his name. Mm-hmm. Um, they lived, I, I want to say they were neighbors in Florida or something like that. Or they yeah. knew each other really well. Payne, Payne died in a plane accident. Oh, and Griffey God. had all these emotions about, I need to be 
closer to my family and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. So he, he wanted, and first he said he wanted to be traded. And then he said, I only, I'm only, I only want to be traded to Cincinnati. Yeah. So that drove his trade value down. Yeah. So people give him a pass because they felt his emotion and family stuff. But I still like, I, I I try to not think about it because it makes me mad at Griffey and I just want to love Griffey. Yeah. But that that one's a tough one because um while obviously he had, you know that, that's a good reason it's definitely a good reason um but at the same time i mean there's other other things you can do you know yeah, uh yeah. now it would have been easier nowadays with i guess more uh, accessibility to technology and travel and that kind of stuff right but um I mean, yeah, I don't know. We don't have to dive too deep into that. Yeah, so, yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. There are some horrible sports moments, but I'm focusing on yeah. on the field game yeah. moments for the most part here. So, But the 2001 Mariners, I'm going off script a little bit with that one because it wasn't – there's not like a an exact moment, mm-hmm. but it's kind of a lifetime of, of shame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, part of it is they haven't been back to the playoffs since that season. Mm-hmm. Like, you That's can erase nuts too. Yeah, you can erase some of those memories if they're replaced by good memories. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, all that season, it was amazing how many games they won because they they really didn't have. I mean, Jamie Moyer, great pitcher, but he wasn't like a, a, yeah. a fireballer that mm-hmm. was going to blow you away. Yeah, and by the way, for those. Uh, who don't know 2001 was the year that we won the record 116 yeah uh, yeah yeah so we win the record amount of games in the mlb right and, and with uh keep going with yeah, a roster and, that didn't have a ton of huge star power yeah so you know griffey had left in 98 and randy johnson left mm-hmm. in 99 and a-rod li- leaves after 2000 mm-hmm. so you lose three of the biggest stars the mariners have ever had and after those guys are gone, they win 116 games. Yeah. But basically, they had five solid starters. They had they had four guys that won 15 games, and their fifth starter won 10 games. Wow. You don't see that. That's nuts. Anymore. Yeah, that's like, nuts. You never see that uh-uh, in no. the modern. Not even game. close. Yeah. Um, they had uh, just a very solid bullpen um, that that you know that and, you know let them when they were got ahead, mm-hmm. they closed it out almost every time. Um, so they, but they didn't have like a big bat or a right. big arm, you know, they were just, they were all like, you know, good ball players at every, at every position. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so I kind of, you know, you kind of wondered how they won 116 games, but man, what a fun summer, like mm-hmm. every night just expecting them to win. Yep. And they're the talk of, of the nation and, oh, are they going to set the record and mm-hmm. just on and on. It was awesome. Loved yeah. it. And then um, a couple of things. First of all, 9-11 happened, yeah. right? Yeah. So the season's going great, and then 9-11 happens, and it you know it cuts out part, you know, delays things a little bit, mm-hmm. um, totally changes the tenor of everything, right. including baseball. Um, and then they get to the playoffs. They struggle in the first round um, against Cleveland. They lost two of their first three. Uh, losing pitcher of game four, by the way, was Bartolo Colon. Oh, wow. Wow. I did not <laughs> One know One of my that. favorite fat guys. Yeah. Um, Shut up, Bartolo. But they did, you know, they did, so they lost two of three, but they battled back and, um, you know, they, they won the division round. Moyer mm-hmm. won his two starts. Yep. Um, 
And then they go to the ALCS. So they kind of limp through that. Like it, and you're like, whoa, we're supposed to sweep. You know, we're supposed to sweep, you know. Um, but yeah, so then the ALCS, the only, the only again, the only win was Moyer. Mm-hmm. Um, first couple games were fairly close. Um, and then they just got destroyed in game five to end it. Yeah. So it was just a t- like wow you feel like wow we're gonna win the World Series and then you just get you just get annihilated essentially yeah. so it was really it was really tough and I think I've said this before on this podcast but when I go to to watch a Mariners game and I see that banner up that says 116 wins like I just sort of like eh, like it just a sour taste in my mouth for yeah. sure um, you know just because of the the way that it ended so yeah it was rough yeah. Um... Yeah, the hundred the hundred and sixteen game banner. I've had mixed feelings about that too. I mean, um, it's cool that they did it. It's right? really cool. But, I mean, uh, it's like there's a reason no one ever talks about it. They really. didn't even get to the World Series. There's not even, there's a reason no one ever talks about it because it's followed up by, but you yeah. didn't you didn't do shit with it. It doesn't ever matter. again. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and the uh, the crazy thing, yeah, obviously, I mean, going from winning a record amount of games to not making the playoffs for twenty straight years yeah. is is just unheard of i mean that that is so nuts and the crazy thing is next year i don't know how the wild card was there only one wild card team or or there none um i think there was just one um because i'm pretty sure we we won 98 games in 2002 or something like or 93 or 93 yeah sorry not yeah they didn't make it yeah so you win 93 games and don't make it the next year which is i mean pretty rough but after that it just goes downhill obviously um yeah that was that was rough um yeah, we're so close, you know, when you listen to the old um, 95 knee house and he says, 19 years of frustration mm-hmm. is over. Guess what? We're back. Yeah. We're back at 19 years of frustration again. That's actually crazy. Yeah. I wonder, maybe we're due for a, an Edgar-like moment next year. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who the fuck is on the Mariners, but maybe one of them will deliver. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing how little I know about the Mariners currently. I I would I could not hold I could not hold a conversation about the Mariners for very long. Honestly, I don't I don't know shit about their roster yeah. at all. I don't know I don't know a ton about the minor leagues either. Um, man, I know there like I know there are some really huge you know baseball Mariners followers out there. Um, I like to we'd like to I mean you know in the future we like the idea of having guests on. Um, if there, I mean, if you guys know a lot about the Mariners or, or any other team, definitely hit us up. But I, I want to have a conversation with someone that really kind of knows the Mariners right now and yeah. um, and kind of get their thoughts on it. Because to me, it seems like right now, uh, it seems like we're kind of taking the first couple steps in the right direction. Yeah, which it in seems base, like it. Yeah. which in baseball, I don't know if I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but. In baseball, you know, the first couple steps, I mean, there's still a thousand steps to go yeah. when you're developing a baseball team. So who knows? But yeah. I'd like to catch some opinions on that. And these prospects, you never know. Yeah. I mean, they're, hell, they're guys uh-uh. from this area that tore it up all the way through. And mm-hmm. but there's just, there's something, there's a whole different, that last step is huge. Yeah. So we haven't seen these guys perform in the in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. There have been, there's a long list of guys that, that hit hit 300 350 in the minors and then they come up and they can't hit 250 it's just tough it's a whole different it's crazy how how it happens like that how it just drops off yeah well when you can when you're facing pitchers that can throw three pitches for strikes it's a lot different you can't just sit on wait for the fastballs definitely yeah yeah uh how many more you got left 
Um, I've got one, two, three, four. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Just do a couple more. Yeah, so this one, oh boy. This one could, I mean, honestly, I, like this could be number one. Like these last few, you know, ask mm-hmm. me tomorrow, this might be number one. Yeah. Um, Kenny Wheaton. Kenny Wheaton. And Oregon fans, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> probably one of your best moments. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, I think, Oregon fans used so. By the way, let me let me set it up. It's Definitely, 19, yeah. I don't even really know about this. Yeah. I, I I didn't look this up because I don't want to think about it too much. <laughs> I think it was nineteen ninety four. Um, you had uh, Damon Heward at quarterback, mm-hmm. um, and you had Napoleon Kaufman, who you know you could you, maybe the best UW running back ever, along with Gaskin. Mm-hmm. Um, first and goal at the eight yard line. Looks like we're gonna score. Um, and, and win the game. Um, and Heward throws a, throws an out and it's picked off by Kenny Wheaton and he, yeah. and he runs it back. And, you know, you Oregon guys can recite the play by play word for word. I know it's probably your goddamn ringtone. <laughs> um, and it, it, it really sucked. And I think Oregon fans will use that as well. That's what started, you know, that's what started, started it all. It, yeah. Because, you know, we obviously couldn't beat them for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, oh my gosh, that play, whether that play happened or not, that made no difference. No, no, like the no. programs were already going in two different directions. Yeah. UW was well on its way to making horrible decisions, you know, by athletic directors, mm-hmm. hiring the wrong coaches. I mean, that's a whole nother, again, a whole nother yeah, show. But yeah. the downfall of UW football, the, yeah. you know, from, from there to 0-12, you know. That's actually a good, I'm going to write that in the notes right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, and so Oregon, you know, Oregon goes from really being not much of a program. Mm-hmm. So they really start ascending after that and UW starts descending. And it, it it is easy to look at that moment and say that's why, but that play, whether that play happens or not. Yeah. Those those ascensions and descensions were 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 happening. Imminent. They were already happening for sure. So, but yeah, it was a horrible moment because that's one of those again, kind of like the Hasselbeck thing, where you're like, okay, we're gonna go win right here. We we're, we got it. We got eight yards to go. We got the best back and one of the best backs in the nation. Yep. Hand it to him. <laughs> Which he makes me think of some other thing I don't want to think about. Yeah. Um, but. Um, then he runs it all the way back and, uh, it's just, again, one of those where you're like, well, can, can we score again? No, no. Cause now we're two scores down. Yep. And it's just, it was awful. So really, really bad moment. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I mean, yeah, just go, so, go until your last one. Okay. Sounds good. And then the next one, um, again, this could be, this could, this could be number one. Like it's in the running for number one and that's uh super bowl. Was it 40? Whatever, whatever the one that Seahawks lost. I don't even, I don't even. XL. Yeah, I wrote down XL, but I don't know what the hell. It that's means. forty. That's forty. That's forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. L is good. fifty. Ten is. Yeah. X is ten. Super so. Bowl extra large. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, um, you know, I know that this is Seahawks fans, you know, and myself included, point out the bad calls in that game, and there were some bad calls. Mm-hmm. If you look at them individually, they some of them weren't as bad, but as a collective. It's like ticky tacky, ticky tacky, ticky tacky. It all added up. Yeah. So it, it was more of the collection of, foul, of of penalties rather than if you look at each one. Okay. So a couple of them. So um, first of all, Jerry Jeremy Stevens, catch the goddamn ball wherever you are. <laughs> hey, he was nice with it in Madden 06. 
Yeah. He was really nice yeah. with Matt in Madden 06. He must have been sober in Madden 06. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Matt, Madden hadn't put in a drunk factor yet. 98 on the drunk factor. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, so, yeah, Jeremy Stevens, catch the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, so... You were you were a little kid, you know. Yeah. You're five and a half years old. I don't remember shit. Here's from a funny. That I was telling you this the other day already, yeah. but there's a guy named Paul Cavender, which Paul Cavender, I, you know, I hope you're doing well. Um, but I watched the playoff games with him. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that I went to teacher school with back, you know, when I was. That's how long ago this was. I was getting ready to be a teacher, which oh, I don't wow. do anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, so I went and watched the games with him, and then. Um, I come back after the NFC Championship game, and and your mom says, "Boy, Mason was really into that game." I'm like, "Oh man, gosh, well, you know what? I, I I gotta watch the Super Bowl with my boy because who knows if this will ever happen again." Yeah. And uh, and you watched for about five minutes and split. You know, you were five years old. God I'm not damn. blaming yeah. you, but I feel bad about that. Though. You want to know what's rough. funny? You want to? Hmm. You want to? I'm gonna make you feel worse. Hmm. I never saw Paul Cavender again. <laughs> Oh my god! We weren't super tight. Wow, we um, weren't super. He never man, even... maybe if you sit with Paul Cavender, we win that game. You know, god damn I it! Never saw him again. Shout out Paul Cavender. Uh, fuck. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy. That is wow. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, we had just graduated. Oh okay. So I just didn't have a reason. He lives in Seattle, and I lived okay. up here. Up, yeah. You know, where, well, I lived in North. We lived in North Everett at the time. Right. So. Yeah. I'm very busy. I had a couple uh-huh. couple kids screaming at me and yeah. new teacher. So I just kinda we just lost touch. It wasn't because of that, but right. but it's just kind of funny. You're like, wow, I never saw that guy. Yeah, anymore. that's that's nuts. But uh, anyway, um that's again total tangent. But um a couple a couple things I want. So the D Jack push off, um it's a it was a huge call. It cha- probably changed the complexion of the game. It was early in the game. You watch the play, and I mean, if you're objective, he pushed off. Yeah, that is a penalty. The problem with it um, is they call those plays like one out of every ten. Like you, you know, in modern football, it hasn't changed. No, you know? it hasn't. And the, well, the example that I think we uh, we talked about the other night was uh, George Kittle in the Super Bowl, yeah. huge push off call. Um, and then there was, but there was the no call with Kyle Rudolph in a game two weeks prior. Um, where, I mean, George, the George Kittle push off was objectively not as bad as the Kyle Rudolph one. Right. I mean, I mean, right. either, either Kittle shouldn't have got flagged or Rudolph should have got flagged. Either way you look at it, it was bad. So, I mean, yeah, same yeah, thing, so same both, principle. To me, they're, they're both penalties. D Jack did push off. It is a penalty, but it doesn't get called very often. Yeah. So why are you calling it in, in this the big zone in the, in the Super Bowl? Bowl. So I yeah. think that's the beef. If, if you... If you're watching this and you say it's not a penalty, I mean, come, eh, come on. It, he Just get real. Off. Yeah. He I, pushed off. Coming, okay, and also, I feel like I have a decently valuable perspective on that play because, obviously, I don't remember it. So, I actually, I had never watched the highlights from that game until, like, last year uh, for whatever reason. So, I watched the highlights last year and... Um, I think one of the video, one of the highlight videos I watched was just the penalties that were ticky tacky. And I saw that and I was like, wait, that's the one that people were freaking out about. Like, cause I didn't, re- I didn't remember it. Obviously I didn't yeah. remember the play. Um, so I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that, that was the one that people were freaking out about. Huh? Yeah. I mean, again, a little soft, I guess, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. A little ticky tacky, but you know, 
that's one of those that you probably could call every time, but yeah. they just don't. Yeah. So that, you know, it sucks that it happened to us then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, the other one, and this is very debatable, but was Ross, was Roethlisberger in or not when he dove for the goal uh, line? See that one again, I don't really remember anything from that game. Uh, I had seen that play before just obviously, but, um, man, I mean, <laughs> Just picture. I'm just running th- through it in my head. I think he was short, maybe. Like, <laughs> right. but I yeah. I cannot ultimately blame them for calling that a touchdown. I I don't know. I I think he was short, but yeah. no one really knows. And here's the thing: they called it a touchdown on the field. So yeah, it's, and, of course. It's you know, stay. when we're when we're watching football together, um, mm-hmm. I, it's kind of a a joke of mine. But whatever a call they make when they go to review, I always say, oh. Stands. stands. It's gonna yeah. stand. It's just yeah. Even if I even if I disagree with that, yeah. I'm like they're gonna they're gonna say it stands because I don't know. I'd love to know what the percentages are on that, but it's got it. Stands has yeah. to be a really high percentage. Um, but here's the thing that a lot of people don't always realize with with scoring a touchdown. Um, if one, you know, if one dimple of that football mm-hmm. touches, you know. You draw a plane from the front of the paint. Yeah. If one dimple of that football cr- crosses that plane, mm-hmm. it's a touchdown. Right. And if you watch, to me, if you watch the end zone or the you know the the goal line camera, mm-hmm. it it sure looks to me like like you could argue that 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 a dimple of the football right. crossed the line. There's no way you could overturn that. So yeah. It sucked. Like, hey, if they would have called it the other way initially, it stands, mm-hmm. right? That how often does that happen? Right. Yeah. Whatever they call it stands. You know. So, Seriously. So that was it. Sucked, but you know, I can't. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Um. As much as I, I wish I could. Um. The one that was BS in my opinion, and this is a play where, newsflash, Jeremy Stevens caught a football. Oh. Yeah, so that was that not was in a crazy. virtual, not in a virtual game either. It was a right. real life football. So he catches a football and it gets overturned. So right. he didn't catch the football apparently, according yeah. to the referees. Um, but um, there was a call, a hold call on on Locklear, which probably was a hold call, but the Steeler player was offsides mm-hmm. at the snap. Yeah, like that that definitely that should have been called definitely. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got screwed on that one. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that one. So that was. Those were the biggest calls that people talk about, um, you know. And Holmgren had the fame. I I loved it when he did this. When he's you know he gets off the plane after they come back, and he's mm-hmm. like, I didn't know we were gonna have to play the guys in striped shirts as well. <laughs> and they never find him for that. Oh, they did. Oh, that my I I, I hope I'm not wrong about that. But wow. my my understanding was that they never find him for that. That's um, good. That's good that they didn't. Yeah, which is and, funny because they fine for everything. Yeah, and it's also slightly kind of a statement in a way. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, according to Sports Illustrated, um, since the advent of coaching challenges in 1999, this is going to actually come as a surprise. Oh, wow. The NFL has overturned 38% of plays challenged. Huh, okay. Which is, and, th- and that's not counting confirms too. But it seems like every time it stands. Yeah. Um, I mean, a- anytime it's even remotely a little close, it stands for right. sure. Right. Um, 
I if guess. It, like, if it's not totally obvious. Yeah. Like, and there that, are times where it's totally obvious. And that, that also, this is challenges. This isn't right. replay. This isn't, like, booth review. Right. So, right. Booth, I, yeah. I mean, I guess the numbers would look a lot different for booth reviews. But. So, there are times where, yeah, the guy, you know, the guy clearly gets his second foot down. Everybody mm-hmm. knows it. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the ones that you're, like, 80% sure. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah. So, that was... Um, you know, I didn't necessarily expect to win that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you could put this at number one, but I, I because I wasn't s- crazy optimistic, maybe that's why I don't have it yeah. number one. Um, but yeah, it was rough. It was terrible, and there were you know again, it was the it was the 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 in, not the individual calls, but the them as a group. Yeah, felt like we got screwed. That, now there yeah. are a lot of Seahawks fan that would argue with me and be even stronger on that. Uh-huh. But that's that's how I how I see it. But yeah, that that sucked. You finally get to a Super Bowl and you know you lose and you know like happens with all Super Bowl uh, losers. They kind of you know took a little bit of a downturn from that. Yeah. By the way, apparently since uh, booth review was introduced, uh, the amount of overturns has gone way up because coaches are throwing less challenges. Oh. So that gotcha. would also that would also make sense. Right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was off topic. But um, no, no, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, the the like you said, I watched uh, the collection of calls kind of made it rough. Um, I also only watched the bad calls against the Seahawks. Right. I don't know. The Steelers might have got shafted on a couple too. I, I mean, I don't think they did, and that's part of it. Okay. Like they didn't okay, get fair any. Enough, then. I don't know what the how many penalties they had, but I don't think there were plays that were as questionable. You know, yeah. ticky tacky type stuff. I don't think they got any of those calls. So yeah, um, just the totality of it that that is the issue more so than the individual calls. I would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, twenty one. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, you have. I got keep, two more. Yeah, keep. Uh, so yeah. So you, this one, I I had number one, and I almost want to put it back at number one, but I'll leave it at number two. Mm. Um. So this was the the this was Matumbo. This is the Matumbo laying down on my fucking logo. The reason a I basketball. can't the reason I can't buy a Matumbo Nuggets jersey, by the way, which I want. I want a Matumbo Nuggets jersey, but I fucking can't because of this yeah. series. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was just awful. So, you know, so this was 1994. Um, Sonics won an NBA best 63 games. Mm. A little bit, you know. A little bit like those 2016 Mariners, though. Yeah, so yeah. Peyton and Kemp were still very young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Peyton was averaged like 15 and 6, and Kemp yeah. was like 18 and 10. Like, they weren't, you know what I mean? They weren't big, huge yeah. players yet. They were still kind of coming up. Um, they had a guy named Ricky Pierce, who's kind of an old, he was 34, kind of an old school two guard that, that took medium range jumpers. Wasn't really a three point shooter. Mm hmm. Um, they had big, smooth Sam Perkins, um, you know, so they just, they had a bunch of really good guys, but there wasn't like a, there wasn't like a go, the, the go-to guy, right, really. right. you know, cause Peyton wasn't really a shooter. None of them, you know, there wasn't a guy that you just hand the ball to and get out of the way on that team. Yeah. So, you know, there was a worry during the season. That was a concern. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you expect, you expect to beat an eight seed when you're the one seed. Yeah. Especially... They, you know, they won. They won the first two games. We're all getting our, we're all getting our brooms. Yeah, 
you know, yeah, we, we got our we're games. holding our brooms for game three, ready mm-hmm. to go. Um, and uh, you know, looking great, win the first two, and then you know they lose, they lost. Uh, so they've lost the third one. wasn't a super close game, um, but then they lose four and five, both in overtime. Um, and so I, that, I've seen that last shot or that last play, and uh, then Matumbo grabs the board and like is on the ground with the ball on his head. That iconic moment. Oh yeah, it'd be a cool ass moment if it weren't for. Yeah, it was a great moment. <laughs> If it's one of Matumbo. Just without the context of it, that picture, you know, that video of him with the ball and he's crying, uh, like that is genuinely kind of one of the coolest moments in NBA history. But no, it's no, the worst. But it's the worst. <laughs> but it's absolutely the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Obviously, I don't have as, as much of a personal connection because I was not alive at the time. But right. Um, but yeah, it was just again just stunning. I mean, just the, again, uh, some of these for me are like, what did I expect versus mm-hmm. what happened? And yeah. We expected to sweep Denver. Yeah. Uh, Matumbo was a great defender, but he couldn't score. Yeah. I think he blocked... He was really young at the time, right? I think he was... Yeah, he was pretty young. And yeah. I think he blocked eight shots in that game. And he's one of those guys, though, that... Who cares about how many he blocked? He changed every shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're shooting from half court, he's bothering you. Yeah, I forget... <laughs> you know? Yeah, I forget what the stat is, but it's like shots affected or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they even had the kind of those numbers around at the time, but oh, he's got. He would have to be way up on the yeah, all-time list. Yeah, but I know, like with a guy like Rudy Gobert, um, he obviously gets a ton of blocks. But that's the other argument for him. People are like, oh, well, he only gets blocks. No, he alters every single shot in the paint when right. when people are going down there. Every single shot, and there's not as much, not as many guys that are that can say that in the league. I mean, it's like Gobert. I don't know, maybe Embiid. Like there, there's like a few guys that can really say that are a menace down in the paint like that. Right. Um, well, there's aren't so many big men. Yeah. It's a yeah. That, game. No. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. uh. Yeah. There's not. There's not just like those big lumbering shot blockers that. Yeah, like you can't go. Google to Mark Eaton. I think. Oh that yeah, was I know his, Mark, Mark Eaton. Mark, Mark Eaton. Eaton. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this big. Yeah. Just like big. He looked like a. He looked like Paul Bunyan out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? That guy probably wouldn't be able to play much no. today. If oh at all. no, he couldn't yeah. move, could he? Not really. I mean, he wasn't. T- Just stood in the paint. Yeah, and, yeah. And put That's his all arms he did was much. block shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're down to your last one, right? Yeah, I'm sure we. You know what? We don't have the same number one. Wait a minute. That's weird. All right, we'll just talk about it. Should we talk? Are we gonna talk? Are we gonna go here? This is a hard place to go. So, you ever have those moments in your life, in your family? that you just don't talk about, yeah. you know, you just, you, you know, they're the, the pain, the memories are too painful. Mm-hmm. So this is why, that's why I wasn't even on my list, man. We didn't put it on our list because it's just, it's a cheat code for this list. Yeah. It's one of the most heartbreaking moments any sports fan has endured in sports history. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're on the one yard line. Marshawn Lynch believe we're doing in the this. backfield. After one of the most spectacular catches in Super Bowl history uh, by one of my favorite athletes in in history, who did not make my list by the way, but I love Jermaine Curse. Um, oh God! And then you run a slant uh, with Ricardo fucking Lockett <laughs> and Malcolm fucking Butler makes an amazing play. Obviously, you know what happens. Michael Bennett jumps off sides to reduce any chance of a safety putting us back in the game. You know, just in Michael, Michael Bennett fashion. Bennett jumped off sides. How I know, weird. it's insane, huh? 
Apparently, by the way, random, apparently there's a chance he might come back. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, sure. Um, why not? Whatever. Uh, I mean, just just seeing the gif of it under replied to tweets, you know, Seahawks players or something will, will talk shit or, or fans or whatever will talk shit. The, the top reply is just a gif of Malcolm Butler picking off uh, Russell Wilson on the one yard line. Yeah. It, it like every time I watch that play, I genuinely am like, I feel pain. Like when I see the replay of that. Yeah. Um, and also I don't know, I don't know if I've admitted this. Um, I was in the bathroom for that Jermaine curse catch. And then I came out of the bathroom, um, knowing that the Jermaine curse catch just happened while I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I came out cause I did not want to miss us scoring the touchdown. Oh, I should have stayed in the fucking bathroom. It's you. It's me. Come get me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. You can pick me up. I just, wow. Wow. <sighs> yeah. No, but. Aside from that, um, obviously, you know, coming off a of Super Bowl, playing against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, people are sick and tired of them winning by this point, um, have been for a while. Uh, my God, man. Just, it's painful to talk or think about. Yeah. You know, the, the, there are a few things about that game. So, first of all, Legion of Boom, you know, they they, they kind of blew it. Yeah. We, we forget that. They let Tom, you know, Tom Brady walk down the yep. field and scored a touchdown. We shouldn't have been behind. Yeah. Um, so Legion of, Legion of Boom caved in a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, here's an interesting one. So first of all, yeah, put put me on the list of, of hand, you know, hand Marshall on the goddamn ball. Like mm-hmm. put me on the list. I'm on the list. I think especially if it was a second down or was it first down? I don't even remember. Was it first and goal? I think it was second. Second. Either I, way. I, I, I didn't. I've blocked this yeah, out of my memory, me too. and I didn't look. I did not look at my. Nope. I'm nope, not, I can't nope. go there. I didn't know. I so didn't, I'm. I'm trying to remember without. I don't. Yeah. To remember. I don't. I'm not. I don't know the stats. I don't know how players even played that no, game. Really, no I'm just. I just am gonna decide to not look it up, except for uh, the boy who went. Chris Matthews. That was. That was right. like kind of a cool moment of the game. But yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I mean, that be so. Yeah. Put. I'm on the list. But I will say, I'm sitting there, okay, okay, we're going to give the ball to Marshawn, obviously. That's yeah. what we're going to do. But there's a little bit, bit of me that's like, a lot of people don't re- realize this about Marshawn, but he he wasn't the best on third and one and fourth and one because he dan- he always shuffles and dances a little bit in the yeah. backfield. So once he gets going, he, he he's hard to stop. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't always great in short yardage situations. Now, number two is... If if he gets stuffed, then you got to burn. I believe your last timeout again. I could be wrong. I could, I could be remembering something yeah. wrong. Yeah, you burn your last timeout, and now you you now everybody knows you're throwing on those last two downs. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things, you know. And we you know we love Jermaine Curse, but you know could he have made a better play to to shield the defender there? Um, you know, and then, you know, if they do, if I know it's a big if, you say this about anything, but if they score a touchdown there, then fucking genius, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, what a great play. Yeah. Caught him off guard through the pat. Like, you know, we would have been so happy that I don't think we would have thought about what a shitty call it was. Mm-hmm. But but if you get stuffed on that play, you're in a tough, you're in a tough situation with a second year quarterback. Yeah. Where everybody knows you're throwing. Um, 
but yeah, no shitty call. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm a hundred percent shitty call. Like most the thing of is, Seattle it could have. It could have ended up looking really smart if if Malcolm yeah. Malcolm Butler. I mean, yeah, like you said, you could blame someone on Jermaine Curse. Malcolm Butler made a very, very, very good play. Yeah, he did. Um, which kind of ended up being the only good play of his career. He kind of got benched the next year. I don't even know what he's doing. Yeah, I don't anymore. know what. Yeah, I kind of went downhill. Uh, yeah, I'll look that up. But, um, uh, but yeah, so yeah. I fucking sucked. I, you know, if you're a Seattle sports fan and that's not your number one, I mean, come on and get real. <laughs> you know, yeah. You, it's again, own. it's one of those moments where you go from you felt like you felt like a sure victory to mm-hmm. a sure loss in yeah. in a couple of seconds. Isn't I remember it? just sitting there. I was at we were at, you know we were at a party, um, and I'm sitting there and everybody else got up and I just remember I just sat there and just like I, it was one of, like I couldn't accept it like yeah. I didn't believe it. It was, uh, it was like the, the look on experience. the look on Richard Sherman's face of shock and like just utter heartbreak. I mean that's like the look on his face is what we all felt on the inside. Um, what, every, that look on his face always gets memed, you know, where he's like, it looks like he's gasping, um, yeah. and like crying. Yeah. That is genuinely the feeling that everyone had. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, more, you know, more or less a, an outward reaction from a lot of people, but, uh, yeah. By the way, Malcolm Butler does, he plays for Tennessee, which I, I forgot. He played, okay. played nine games know. last year. Um, no know. idea. Yeah. I don't know. Um, fuck him. I hate him. <sighs> yeah, fuck Malcolm Butler. Honestly, I don't give a shit. I hope he is out of the league next year. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Um, now that that's over. Um, <sighs> so yeah, we shower. we didn't. Yeah, we decided not to put that as our number one just because uh, it's too it's like it's a whole different. Thing. I don't. I don't want to like give it the satisfaction of being the number one at anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, even if it's shitty things. Um, okay, my last one is kind of an interesting one um and it's this current uh covid outbreak um yeah i think um i know there's a lot of seattle people that don't like the nba um don't watch it whatever i love the nba yeah um i love the i I don't like okay i i don't love the nba for not having a team here obviously like i'm mad about that obviously i love watching the nba though the playoffs were supposed to start on Saturday, mm. um, and now you have apparently Giannis doesn't have access to a hoop even. Like Giannis hasn't <laughs> he, touched the basketball. Needs to work on shooting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> apparently, I mean, Giannis, you know, hasn't touched the basketball in three weeks or a month or something. Wow. Like that's insane. And I think when we look back at this, it'll be tough to say because we still had this. We still got our Super Bowl. We don't know what the future is going to look like, but I think obviously looking back on this. Uh, there's going to be things you think about first other than sports getting canceled. There are much worse things going on than sports Absolutely. getting canceled. Yeah. First of all, yes, yeah. much worse yeah. things than sports we're getting canceled. Sport, we're, we're a sports-focused podcast, yes. so that's yes. the angle, the lens that, that is, we're That is through. the angle. We're, yeah, we're going from the sports angle here. Yeah. Um, man, is this is this LeBron's lost ring? Like, yeah, you I know, mean, is this Giannis? Who's, you know, like... Are we going to go without a championship? If we go out, if we go without the NBA Finals this year, this is going to be one of my worst sports memories ever. Because yeah. the last few years, especially, I've been really getting into basketball, and also I've just been diving into the sports world more, in, sports world more in general, as far as kind of really knowing the ins and outs and the players and that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm, 
the last two, three years or so, I've really started to get into basketball in the NBA. I will, man, if we don't, if we don't see at least some revised form of the playoffs, I'm like, I will be devastated. Like, I'll be so sad. Um, obviously I'm a huge LeBron fan and like, this is, I mean, this is potentially like, if, if these playoffs get canceled, this could be the difference between him being per, like, just considered the GOAT, like outright. You know, if this, if this, if he doesn't get a ring this year because the playoffs didn't happen. Right. That might be the difference it in a lot be. of in a lot of people's minds between him being the goat and him not being the goat. Now I know for you, I think you you think it'll take it takes two, right? For him? I, I Yeah, I think so. It takes two championships for LeBron for you at least to be considered the goat. I could I think he'll win one more. I genuinely do. I think he's going to win one more before he retires and I think I think if he I think he was going to the finals this year at the very least. Um I mean, yeah, I like that we're talking about legacies here that right. are being affected and uh although it's not as personal obviously with Seattle sports, it's something that I think obviously we're going to remember forever and something that um I mean, it's just devastating as far as as far as sports goes. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's it just uh, it sucks at every level. I feel bad for you know, all the the youth sports too. You yeah. Know, I feel college yeah. sports, I feel bad, you know, uh We've got, you know, a buddy of mine, Kyle Peacock, who who won two, he's won two uh, state championships at Jackson Mm -hmm. for fast pitch softball. And he's got, you know, a good looking team again this year. And and they don't even get to play their senior girls who who aren't going to get to play, who aren't going to walk at their graduation on and on and on and anyway i don't want to go i don't yeah. want to go too but this I, can it get just much sucks. deeper it just, god it just sucks especially because okay? it's like not only do we not have sports but this is the time when we need sports the most yeah you know what i mean which yeah. by the way in about 24 minutes here we have a uh, and uh for us 24 minutes uh <laughs> for 4 p.m on sunday the 11th or 12th uh there is the nba horse contest which right. would be kind of cool to watch but it's not playoff basketball. No, right? not exactly. Um, but hell, I'll take anything at this point. Yeah. So. so we actually we actually have some money up on that, by the way. Um, right. Yeah, I got I got Trey Young, or no, actually, I have Trey Young against some of my friends. Against you, I have Zach Levine. And you have Paul Pierce going all the way. So oh, why the hell did I pick Paul? Pierce? I don't know why don't you picked know. Paul Pierce. I just feel <laughs> like I feel like that's probably all he's been doing the last few True. years. True, that's a good point. I don't know. He's been on TV a lot though. Yeah, he has. Been um, anyway, I wonder like, yeah, I wonder how like him and Chauncey Billups. I wonder how their shots are looking. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't, you know, it probably it doesn't go all the way away, but they have not been putting up the shots that probably Trey Young yeah. and Chris Paul and Mike Conley all of them have. Um, yeah, so that that's my that's my last one. I don't know if I'd say that's my number one on this list, but it's just uh, it's, it could be depending on where this goes. Yeah, um, yeah. it's definitely worth mentioning, um, and it's. It's weird talking about it because it's going on right now, so it's not even a. Sadly, it's not a memory yet. Um, no, you know, we're in, we're we're in it. We are. Sadly, yeah. sadly, it's not a memory yet. Yeah. Um, but I think once it is a memory, I think it will be looked at uh, as one of the worst things that happened to sports. And I mean, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about, like, if college football doesn't start on time, I don't know how college athletics will survive. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it, it it could get much more complicated than. Um, missing some MLB games and missing the back third or so of yeah, the NBA yeah. season. What's your last one? Okay, so this one, um, 
again, it, the, my last few here, you could put them in any order, but so, um, you know, this it's UW football, which is my, yeah. probably my favorite thing. Mm. Um, and so again, they won the championship in 1991, 1992. Um, they had won 22 games in a row covering the end of 90, all of 91 and, and the beginning of, uh, of 1992 so we go to arizona we had thumped arizona um the last few years just not not really competitive games um and i went i went to that game this game at arizona you guys play arizona every year was it the pack eight yeah it was pack 10 it was pack 10 but, but you still played, played it. arizona every okay. year played yeah played all well i think they had there was a cycle so like you'd miss a team for two years oh okay it was weird. Yeah. It was weird the way they did it. Yeah. So like we didn't play Oregon for two years, and then oh, we weird. didn't play oh. this. You know, whoever was we it? We always not... played. We always played Wazoo, but we didn't. There was were... it? Was it North and South still? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very strange how they did it. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, you know, so win the title in '91, things are looking great, and then the Hobart stuff breaks. Yeah. You know that he had this loan. He's suspended. Uh, but we got Brunel. That's what, you know, mm-hmm. hey, uh, Brunel, Brunel maybe just as good as Hobart. Yeah. Again, um, uh, for viewers that are probably my age. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Billy Joe Hobart, quarterback of UW at the time, took a loan, which was not against NCAA violations, apparently, was not taken from UW. It was a family friend. But Mark Brunel, obviously a great quarterback still. So. Yeah. 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 Um, so looking good. Things are still moving along despite the the Hobart stuff in the air but we go to Arizona and first of all it sucks when you know the the other team's fans are are holding out dollar bills at you because of the Hobart loan and there are all these signs and stuff and you just feel like yeah I mean I get it I would have done the same thing yeah but it just like oh god this just sucks yeah and then um so we're you know we're there um during all this and um so it was a tight game all the way through and then they scored. Uh, Arizona scored 13 points in the fourth quarter to pull away. So it was 16 to three, but it was tight all the way through. And you end a 22 game winning streak. Mm. Um, I think they had just moved up to number one in the rankings. Um, so you know, we're again kind of like 90. You you work yeah. to get there, and then yeah. and then you piss it away to an inferior po- opponent. Now. Arizona ended up being really good for the next few years. They mm. had this desert swarm defense that right. was really good. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so they they were, I think, you know, kind of lying in wait <laughs> for, yeah. for something like this. And again, probably, you know, you'd have probably underestimated and all mm. that. But yeah, it just, it, it sucks. So that game, that so that game, because of the implications, because of the expectations versus the outcome, that's the reason this is so much worse to me than that apple that snowball game mm-hmm. because snowball it's like yeah it fucking sucked but you know whatever yeah it didn't it didn't change where we were going right you know uh, it didn't really matter all that much mm-hmm. in the overall scope but this was devastating because you go from hey we're, wow we're gonna be we might be back to back national champions yeah. to yeah. Uh, yeah the wheels just kind of falling off and you know you could argue. Again, a whole nother podcast, but you could argue that that the Hobart thing and and this and losing that game, the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Don James leaves, yep. and it just starts a downward spiral. That you know, um, you know, um, sixteen years later, you're you're uh, 
you're 0 and 12. Like it, it took a bad, a whole shitload of bad decisions, yeah. but it all kind of started with Hobart and then, you know, that, that game, mm-hmm. but it just, yeah, it was awful. They were throwing, throwing shit at us and it was just, yeah. you know, it was just a, you know, and they were, they were storming the field. I mean, they just beat the number one team in the nation. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think it's worse because I was there, but mm-hmm. it also, again, just the 22 games in a row that they had won, yeah. having that come to an end yeah. uh, when you're, you know, what was I? Twenty-one years old. God, that was a tough, just, like tough one peak to swallow. Passion for sports. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was rough. And then they, you know, they lose to Wazoo, and then they, lo- you know, they lost in the Rose Bowl that year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was. But it just, again, really didn't expect the loss there, yeah. and and just the implications of of what it all meant. Uh, yeah. Ugh, that was horrible. Where are we at on uh on Tiempo? Um, that is an excellent question. Uh, one thirty-seven. Oh Jesus, yeah. we've been going. God, you talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, we definitely don't need to fill more time then. Um, no. Yeah, we're good. Uh, it's a good cutoff point too, obviously. Um, so yeah, that was our list. Go ahead, drop your opinions, uh, obviously in the comments. If you made it this far, why the hell are you still listening? Uh, <laughs> thank you though, appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, as always, suggestions we we take it. Criticism you know, compliments, anything, uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys enjoyed, um, go ahead and, I mean, if, if you think we missed something, uh, drop it in, I don't know, uh, YouTube comments, or I'm sure this will be posted on Facebook, on your Facebook and my Twitter, so you can reply to us there, um, or, I mean, chances are you probably have our numbers, I mean, (laughs) if you're (laughs) you're listening to this, you probably have our numbers, so, uh, yeah, Anyway, and yeah, happy Easter to everyone. Happy out there. Easter, stay and safe. I mean, stay safe, stay the fuck away from everyone else, please. Put on a mask yeah. or whatever you have to do. If you're going for a run, across the street when you have to, like, um, yeah. I mean, just I, I hope everyone's doing good. Um, hopefully we can. Hopefully you know, you're not eating as much as I am. I yeah, seriously. That. Uh, you know, this is something that uh, partially, I mean, mostly we just started to kind of fill our time. Uh, you know, hopefully we can kind of do the same for you guys, uh, give you maybe a little bit of distraction. Although we did talk about COVID for a while there, but, yeah. uh, hopefully we could offer a little bit of a distraction. Um, yeah, uh, that, I think that's pretty much it though. Yeah. Um, Thanks. If you made it this far, thank you. We appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, seriously, you're We're nuts. having a blast and, and hope you, hope you are too. Definitely. It's, it's fun, uh, drafting all this stuff up and, and, uh, kind of doing, I mean, we don't do like a ton of research, but doing our, a little bit of research and uh kind of diving deep into the the thoughts that we have about sports and um yeah uh anyway thank you thank you peace bye-bye damn we went for a while